Good morning. I'm your boy, Joey Joe, and if you are hearing the sound of my voice right now, then that means that you indeed have tuned into The Joe Show. That's right, friends. This is The Joe Show. I am your host, Joe Gomez. It's great to be back with you. For you first-time listeners, a little uh, a little behind the scenes, just to let you all know, this is not a new podcast. No, not at all. This is something that is over a year in the works. Uh, a hiatus has been taken, but a fire has been lit. And I think the Joe Show is coming back. That's right, guys. And if you are an old-time listener, welcome back. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. I hope you enjoyed today's very special show. Now you may be you may be asking yourself right now, why is the Joe Show back? Where has the Joe Show been? Why is it called the Joe Show? These are all very fair, very real questions. And because we here at the Joe Show love transparency, I'm going to let you know the answer to all those. Why is the Joe Show back? The Joe Show is back because in a spark of creativity on a beautiful sunny day here in the Pacific Northwest, I was struck with artistic creativity that was overflow. That's not true, actually, at all. That's, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> the honest the honest to goodness truth, guys, the reason why I'm back today is because there was something pressing on my heart, and I wanted to write about it, and if you've listened to the show before, uh, especially if you listen from the beginning, you will know I'm not a very good writer. I have all these thoughts, and I should write them down. The unfortunate thing is... I'm a horrible writer, and my brain seems to go faster than my hand, so the words don't come out quite right. So, that's why the Joe Show came about in the first place. It's a place for me to almost journal, tell funny stories about my life, about my day-to-days, and most importantly, to share with you what keeps me going day to day, what pushes me to go day to day, in hopes that I can help spark a fire inside of you to keep you going every day. That's really what this is all about. That's what we're doing here on The Joe Show. So where has The Joe Show been? That's another great question. When we last left, we had some bad news. I was going through a lot of things. We were uh, losing our house. The market here in Seattle was taking off in 2018. And it was creeping south of the city of Seattle where we were into Des Moines. And our landlords took advantage of a very hot market and sold their home that we were renting. I can't blame them. may have done the same thing. The timing was just a little bad. So my family and I, we buckled down. We worked really hard. It was a long year. But we were able, by the grace of God, by the goodness of God, 
by the grace of our friends and the goodness of our friends, we were able to buy our first home just a few months ago in sunny Tacoma, Washington, 37 miles south of Seattle. So we're still in the Pacific Northwest. We're still in the greater Seattle area. And we are loving life. I tell you what, things are good. But when I left you guys last year, I just didn't know where I was going, what I was doing. I was working so much. I just didn't have anything else to give to the Joe Show. And I disappeared. And you know what? And that's That was wrong. That was uh, immature and unfair, really. Because I was going through so much. My family was going through so much. And we came through so much. It was really, really inspiring. My wife had knee surgery a year ago yesterday to, to uh, repair a tear in her meniscus. We were living with a friend. It was not the best time for us. We made the best of our situation. We had some great times along the way. We had some hard times. We had some struggles. And we made it through. And now we're beaming. I mean, things, life is interesting. Life is always good, depending on how you look at it. So, here we are. We're back. And the reason why I'm back today is because I have... I have something to share. I have something on my heart that just needs to be said today. And it can only be said today. Because a year ago today, I received the word that my friend, mentor, for all intents and purposes, grandfather, and one of the greatest men I've ever come to know in life, passed away. My friend Larry. Some of you who have tuned in before have heard me signing off. My sign-off is an homage to my friend Larry. My friend Larry who has inspired me to be the best man that I can be the best dad I can be, through time and consistency that this man has poured out in my life over decades of friendship and decades of mentorship and decades of smacking me around, I learned one valuable thing from him. That's not true. I learned many valuable. I learned probably many more invaluable things but the valuable things is what I cherish. And one of those is to keep moving forward. Because life has its way of, of pushing back at you. And that's what happens though. That's what happens in life. When you walk forward, when you move forward, there is resistance. So if you're feeling that resistance, that means only one thing that you're moving in a direction and that direction is forward that direction could also be down 
if you're like falling out of an airplane, which if you're falling out of an airplane, I hope you have a parachute because that can get messy really fast. So Keep Moving Forward was birthed out of inspiration from my friend Larry. And today is the anniversary of him passing. And today is also a day marking one of the greatest Seattle traditions. Um, comes to Des Moines. It's the Seafair celebration. We're having the Waterland Days, uh, Waterland Days uh, Parade. Waterland uh, Festival going on this whole weekend. It's it's a great time. Sea Fair is an amazing time of year. That communities all across the Pacific Northwest just come together and celebrate summer. And I love it. And it dawned on me today when I woke up realizing what today was. I was excited to walk in the parade in Des Moines. But then I was saddened instantly to know that there's a face in the crowd that I'm going to miss. And that's going to be hard. Um, which also reminded me that I lost another friend. Just uh, about two weeks ago now, uh, Larry's best friend couldn't stand not seeing him and giving him a hard time anymore. So Larry's best friend, Bo, Bo Colello, passed away and went and joined Larry. Um, and so now uh, I feel bad for the people in heaven because I mean they had almost 12 months of only one of the two Bo and Larry but those two together oh man they're in for it they are in for I don't know if they realize what they're in for but uh, they're they're in for some crazy old man shenanigans let me tell you those those two are uh, something else and I got to know Bo Colello because Bo Colello owned a produce stand. And Larry would work at this produce stand. And I would be driving through town and I would stop off and I'd have my lunch with Larry and we'd hang out in the produce stand and just sit around and do nothing really for, for a bit. Um... It was just always cool to hang out, and, and Bo would be there. Half the time, Bo wouldn't even realize I was there, and then he'd just he'd look at me and go, when this Mexican show up? That's just the type of guy Bo was. And Bo, Bo was always great to me. He'd always send me home with some corn or some apples tomatoes, something to give the kids so they could have a little snack that day. And he was always so thoughtful. Bo also, because it was a produce stand, had a little bit of a rodent problem and they'd get into the tent every once in a while 
So one day, uh, Bo was having a hard time catching this rat, and he goes, Joe. Actually, that's not true. He didn't call me Joe. They called me Jose. Say, Jose. I need your help. Let me uh, catch this rat for me. What do I got to do? I've been setting traps and can't catch them. I told Bo, I said, give me an avocado. And I put an avocado slice on the uh, on the trap. We left for the day. We came back the next morning. Rat was dead. He was amazed. He didn't believe me that I could catch it with an avocado. The truth of the matter was, I wanted the rest of the avocado because I love avocados. I could have caught that rat with anything. first time I met Bo, I was really young. I was about 24 years old. And I, being a young parent, didn't have a lot of money. Being a young parent, didn't go to school, couldn't get a good job. I was working, I was working at Taco Del Mar Chipotle at the time. And Larry knew that, that things were tough and things were tight. And uh, Bo Colello during the winter, or during, uh, yeah, during the winter, you know, fall, he'd get a pumpkin patch going outside his stand, uh, and during Christmas, he would do a uh, Christmas tree, so, so Larry reaches out to me and tells me, hey, um, come on by, pick up a Christmas tree. And I don't know if Bo paid for it, they wrote it off, or, or Larry paid for it out of his pocket, I'm sure the first couple years, Larry paid for it out of his pocket. That's just the type of guy that Larry was. And that meant the world to me, to be able to not have to worry about one other expense to make Christmas for my family happen. It, it became a tradition for years to go and get my tree from from Larry and Bo. I didn't need the help anymore, but Bo would yell at me if I didn't come by. He'd see me in the store or see me, see me around the way and he'd chastise me for, uh, for not coming around. Where's your, where's, when are you coming to get your tree? Come and get your tree. Got a tree. You know, so then I started buying them from him. But the biggest impact that that had on my life was uh, one time I met a young family who reminded me of myself and Christine and Mia when we were just starting. They had just had a baby. He was eight years old, and, or uh, eight months old, and he uh, and the, the family had nothing. They had a. I met them through doing some pest control, and uh, I saw saw some decorations just in a pile. And I was like, you know, you gonna put up your getting your Christmas tree today? Like, oh, no, we we have no money for a Christmas tree. So, the inspiration to help this family in need, to be a blessing, to just do the right thing. 
came from years of it being done to me. I went down to Bo's and bought a Christmas tree and delivered it to the front door so that family could have a Christmas tree that year. Doing things like that really helped me understand the person that was Larry. It's contagious. I mean, it's not contagious. It's it's addicting. It is contagious. Pass on the good, right? Man, it's addicting. Even if you don't get recognition for it, just I I actually think that it's better when you don't get recognition. For feels better. Uh, nobody needs to know. I don't need anybody to know. It makes me want to be a better person and be more like Larry. So today, there's a memorial for Bo. Bo, we're going to miss you. Bo, say hi to Larry. company, give him a hug, thank you Bo for being a good friend to Larry, and being a good friend to Larry's friends, you know, and that's, that's a great thing, when you surround yourself around good people, good things for a larger circle of people. You stop looking inward, you start looking outward. And I grew up in a community that was very inward looking. I guess most societies are like that. We tend to focus on ourselves instead of those around us. But growing up for me was, I gotta get mine. I gotta get mine. Not how do we come up together, it's I gotta get mine. I'm only looking out for me. I take care of me. That hood mentality. Ain't nobody care about me but me. I'm gonna do me. is the most dangerous mindset ever. You can do you all you want, but all you're doing is isolating yourself. And the more you isolate yourself from people around you, the further away you're going to realize that you are. And you don't realize until it's too late that it really is just you. That's a lonely place to be, and I know because I've been there. People who always interject themselves into my life, trying to pull me back, mean the world to me.
taught me that there's life in community and there's life beyond the struggle, life beyond the hustle, there's life that can be lived and enjoyed and celebrated. just keep moving forward, you're going to walk into that life, but you keep holding back and being an island, you're going to realize you're the only one left behind, so guys, on this sunny seafair Saturday in Seattle, Washington, I thank you for listening thank you for being here. I hope that the Joe Show continues, that you'll continue to tune in and listening to the random, random ramblings of a whack job. I don't know. Thanks for being here. Thanks for doing this life with me. And, uh, like my friend Larry, Keep moving forward, friends. See you on the flip-flop.